from yes. New York City. I have an interesting crime to talk about. All right. Well, let's 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 uh, let's let's talk about some crimes here. Uh, hold on. Uh, let me. Uh, uh, okay, you know what? That's that's good enough. Yeah. From, the, from small- the smallest room in New York City comes a show that gives you a reason to live. Seth Barron is back this week. Hey guys, what's, what's up? up? Glad you're here. Hey, you did a, a, a spot on a, an appearance on uh, on uh, what do you call it? Tucker Carlson. Tucker that was Carlson. fucking nuts. Because I, I got a I got a message from you saying I'm on Joe Piscopo's show. That's right. Tomorrow morning. Joe Piscopo's show in the And I was morning. like, I got to fucking hear this. This is exciting. Uh, Seth and Joe Piscopo talking. Yep. And that was like pretty early, but but you... Um, it was 8.30 in the morning, and, I, and you're going you're gonna to be up. And I'm like, yeah. And I didn't sleep in anticipation. I was waiting. You were probably just lying there kind of like... Tossing, turning. <laughs> no, looking at the ceiling. Yeah. Andy was like, come on, Pat, go to sleep. Sometimes like, when I, I try to... I can't. Well, sometimes when I try to sleep, I'll count Seth's. Yes. <laughs> And uh, Seth Rogen, Seth Barron, Seth McFarlane. Seth. <laughs> uh, but then, like, uh, so you did that, and that was good. It was, you know, yeah, it was, was fun, uh, interesting. And then you, uh, and then later in the day, you were supposed to be on fucking Race Wars, Race Wars, which they, they rival they, podcast, rival podcast, oh, hardly. Uh, but they, uh, yeah, they you had to uh, bow out because then you were appearing uh, to talk about our AG, our former AG Eric Schneiderman on yeah. Tucker. It's a yeah. So that was a quite a promotion there from Race Wars to Tucker. Um, Joe Piscopo to Race Wars to Tucker. In all in a fucking day. Yeah. Bro. No, that was um, you're a media. That was a banner day. Yeah. That yeah. was a real m- media uh, wonderkind. A little day. celebrity. And and uh, I liked your I liked your uh, you know what you're saying about it. So it was an open open secret and stuff. You know. And, you, and well, you, you referred to Cuomo as paranoid. That was pretty good. Yeah, that was funny, right? Oh, I know that he is. I. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. That's Actually, exactly a lot of, the word I would use, and I don't of, use it lightly. A lot of our listeners um, caught caught me on it because I got all these tweets like "saw you on Tucker." Yeah, cool. Yeah. So it was great to it was great to have like um, all the New York City Crime Report fans out there giving me big ups. Yeah, and you know what? And you probably attracted a lot of them to Tucker's show for the first time. You know, maybe they hadn't seen it. Yeah, and now yeah, they, yeah. they tuned in to watch oh, you. Definitely. And I hope I, I think Tucker probably saw a little bump. Probably saw a little. Uh, oh no, he totally did. Yeah, he totally did. So that's pretty cool. Uh, wanted to acknowledge that right off the bat. It's been a couple of weeks since you've been here. Uh yeah. And and uh, glad we could uh, sit down again. What's it, uh? It's so great. Is, yeah. What's the story you were gonna bring? Well, this is interesting. Um, Playboy Playmate took young son on fatal leap from NYC building. Did you hear about this? Uh-uh. It happened just today. Huh. A former Playboy Playmate jumped with her seven-year-old son to their deaths from a Midtown hotel Friday and a nasty custody battle with her chiropractic ex, sources uh, told the Post. That's the kindest thing a mother can do. Stephanie Adams, 47, leaped with young Vincent from the top floor of the Gotham Hotel around 8.15 a.m., sources said. That was just this morning. Now, uh, uh, where's the Gotham Hotel? Mm-hmm. I mean, I know where it is. I'm just seeing if you know. I don't know. It's in Midtown somewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, the pair checked into the hotel around 6 p.m. Thursday and were staying in a 25th floor penthouse suite. That was last night. Yeah, Chief of, uh, Chief of Manhattan Detectives William Aubrey said at a press conference. Their bodies were found on a second-floor landing in the hotel's rear courtyard. Um, 
Early this morning, investigators located an individual whose attention was drawn to that same second floor area when he heard two loud noises. Uh, he discovered these two indeed. Two loud noises. So they didn't hit at exactly the same time. Right. Uh, it's not clear when Adams, who was Playboy's Miss November 1992, mm. whether she left behind a suicide note. The deaths came as Adams waged a fierce court battle with her estranged husband, Charles Nikolai, 47, owner of Wall Street Chiropractic and Wellness. Hmm. Nikolai's lawyer recently demanded that she turn over the kids' passport, sources said. Uh, their relationship was so toxic that Adams would meet Nikolai, who had visitation rights for Vincent, at the first precinct in Tribeca for handovers. Handovers. Uh, yeah, it ensures no violence takes place, a friend told the Post in March. That's interesting. So this had been like already, like this t- This relationship really uh, mm. had come to the Post's attention like several months ago. Well, they, oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, the Post was reporting on this several months ago. Uh, and uh, there, would, there would be violence, apparently. Listen to this. Adams successfully sued the NYPD winning a 1.2 million jury award stemming from a 2006 incident in which she was thrown to the ground by a cop who falsely claimed she pulled a gun on him. Uh, The couple was sued in 2013 uh, by Dillick Edwards, a former therapist in his office who claimed she was fired after Nikolai admitted his then-wife would get jealous because Edwards was too cute. Uh... The Edwards suit was tossed, but it was restored by an appeals court that ruled she could sue for gender discrimination. That lawsuit is still pending. Oh, uh, probably will be dropped now. Yeah. Well, not necessarily, because it's a suit against the doctor, and he's still alive. Uh, oh, this is interesting. Adams came out in Playboy as Playboy magazine's first lesbian centerfold in 2003. Hubba. But can you find any pictures of her? Um, uh, of her? Well... Not, I mean, her. Oh, the centerfold, got it. Um, but she was later married to an investment banker for two years before becoming engaged to Nikolai in 2009. Okay. Um, oh, uh, she had been profiled by the Post in 2013. At the time, she had written 25 New Age self-help books. That's a lot. You'd think someone who had written all those self-help books maybe wouldn't jump with her little boy out of a window. Yeah. Or maybe they don't work. That's uh, not helping yourself no. or anybody else. And ran an online organic beauty products company and managed the finances for the chiropractic offices. I thought she was just overworked. You know, it says that she uh, took uh, this murder-suicide leave because she was distraught. She couldn't take the kid to Europe for the summer. That's sad. That's according to a close friend. Um, it also says here... Uh, just here's what she said at the time. Just because I look a certain way and have expensive tastes, it doesn't mean I'm shallow. Style and looks don't mean lack of brains, sweetheart. But you know what does mean lack of brains? Hitting the sidewalk from 25 stories up. <laughs> or even, uh, you know, something on the second floor, like a patio or whatever yeah. it was it called. Yeah. Now, Pat, you may be wondering why I called this story in, in particular t- to your attention. Uh, well, hey, there's. I think there's a lot of interesting stuff there, but, but, uh, is, but is there an additional... Uh, well, yes. I mean, let's see how good a... How good your memory is. Um, okay. Did we not once talk about another apartment leap? Office building leap? Another apartment building leap? I'm sure we have. There, we there have talked been so many. Well, last year we talked about a couple... Mm-hmm. 
who jumped out of their office because they were having financial troubles. Ah, uh, yes. And they were also chiropractors. That's right. <laughs> Isn't that odd? They were. They're chiropractic. And, and, and she's a chiropractor? Well, her, she, her- Nikolai is. Nikolai is, and she works in the office. What the fuck is going on with chiropractors? That's a good question. That um, is a really good question. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, back I, in July of 2017, was this from the same building, the same window? No, it's not. No. Here's from 2017: Glenn Scarpelli, 53, and Patricia Coland, who had carted trash bags filled with belongings from their home to the curb Thursday, leaped from the ninth floor of the Madison Avenue building where they worked, and they were chiropractors. Um, and that was the couple who had told their son. Like, someday you may lose your whole family, but... Got to be ready for that. Got to be ready. Um, so what, what oh, what's going on with... What, what do you think it is, Pat? That's a tough question. Oh, look at this. Oh. Here she is. Uh, holding a uh, police department of City of New York. Uh, yeah, now, right over her pussy. It's a little patch. That's, uh, that's, that's attractive. I guess that's on her uh, Twitter feed. <laughs> okay. And she's uh, known as Goddessy something. Uh, Goddessy Adams, mm. Goddessy Adams. That's that's kind of a, an odd. Um, oh wow, she's got. <laughs> given that she's all like, right up front, uh, she only has forty three followers. That's a, maybe this. That's Stephanie Adams, and it must be her, right? Yeah. Why is Center she in an NYPD or? car? She's in an NYPD car driving it. Uh, I don't know. It's, it's a celebrity playboy centerfold. Uh, it doesn't explain. Oh, yeah. She won $1.2 million award from NYC yeah. Gov. Now, what she won that. What what drew my attention to this maybe story? They just, maybe she's like, and the car. And the car. <laughs> what drew my attention to this story initially was um, it said the original headline right after it happened said, a woman and seven year old son leap to their deaths. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't think happened. that's usually how these things work, right? Here she is holding a rifle and still talking about that fucking award. Yeah, uh, that's... that's a v- Where did you read that? In the in the post. In the post? The post? Think, or you the know t- it was just an early... It was, like, one of the first things. You know, post. Just, uh, yeah, the idea of, like, mother and, mother and seven-year-old leap to their death. Are you ready? <laughs> On three. <laughs> Mommy, can we try... <laughs> Okay, let's kill ourselves. <laughs> it's kind of funny because um, normally you can't really open those windows all the way. No, you can't. Yeah, she must have had to like smash it or something. I mean, her son must have just been like freaking the fuck out. His son wanted to jump so bad that she had to. She's like, it's like, mommy, we hurry up. We can. I don't want. <laughs> Daddy won't let me go to Spain. Fuck it. Let's just jump. Can we jump to Spain from here? How do you explain that to the kid? I mean, I guess she must have just like throwing obviously him out, just thrown him out the window. <laughs> I mean, she could jump it's, out holding his hand, maybe. Yeah, I was it trying doesn't to be matter. It's a murder suicide. You know? Of course it is. Yeah, it doesn't. Well, if you throw him out first, and you're like, "Ooh, that looks so horrible," that you back off and be like, "I'm gonna, I can't, I just can't. My body won't do it." Sometimes your body won't do it. You know what I mean? Yeah. You, you, it's just like your your body is like smarter than your mind, and it's like that's self preservation. I'm it. not going to do Go. it. Go. And you just won't. Well, somehow she managed to. to <laughs> imagine if she just thrown her son, and then was like, uh, "You know what? I'm good. You know what? I have so much to live for. <laughs> that was all I needed. I feel like I have my fill. I think I got it out of my system. <laughs> you know, she's married to a Russian guy, or divorced, I yeah. guess. Be the there was a Russian guy who who jumped off a building with his small kid, uh, out of spite. 
so that, you know, cause he knew that would hurt the mother worse when than was anything. That? It was about three years ago, three or four years ago. Yeah. Uh, th- these kinds of things happen from time to time. You know, there was another case mm-hmm. a couple years ago of this woman. I think she had like some kind of mental illness and she took her baby and like basically was holding him. And I think maybe even in a baby carrier and she jumped out of the window and died, but the kid lived. In a carrier? Yeah. Oh, she jumped out with, okay. Yeah, that's like good. holding him. And that, that, that really speaks well of the, uh, yeah, so I want to see uh, this, yeah, the Russian guy. So I, what do you think it is about chiropractors, Pat? I think maybe what it is is that chiropractors are like, um, it's all like bullshit. It's, yeah, not, chiro- it's not real, it's not like real doctors. Don't they, aren't they the ones who do like spy, like adjustments? They do adjustments. It's like they, they take a different approach to uh, medicine and and, and and wellness that they feel that you uh, should, much right. in the same way you <laughs> like, change the oil in your car, you should get regular adjustments, you know. Sure. Except like, you have to do it a lot more often and it's a lot more expensive. Right. Like, oh, let me, uh, yes, your spine is out of alignment. Let me crack here. Oh, now you're fine. Now you're fine, but come back in week in a week. But they come um, back in week. But I wonder if they um they get into financial trouble easily. Although that may not have been the case here. This was just this woman. Well, they get into maybe they don't have very good judgment. What happened? They, oh, you think it's a financial thing? Well, no. The first one was. I don't know what this one was. Well, they yeah, it was the uh, they wanted she wanted to go to your. Well, I that's you know. But it was just bad judgment getting involved with this woman. Man, I'm sorry. I was I was off. It was a full. Uh, Four and a half years ago, and uh, yeah, he threw the the baby off the roof, and then he jumped off himself. A distraught dad threw himself and his three year old son off the roof. Fifty two story West Side uh, skyscraper in a holiday death plunge. They call it a holiday death plunge. Oh yeah, dressed in Christmas pajamas. Uh, he oh crow, my goodness, it was December twenty third. Uh, the date of the story here. Uh, Christmas pajamas. Where did you see that? Oh yeah, here we go. Yeah, thirty-three year old man. He was Dimitri. Uh, yeah, Rana, uh, uh Excuse me. Karnikov. 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 He died after jumping uh, from the Lincoln Square Tower. Twelve o five p.m. Right in the middle of the day. The red-haired tot, Kirill. Oh, the red-haired tot died moments later. Uh, they, wait, wait. So they're saying that the guy. Oh, so the kid pushed his dad off and then killed himself. Clearly, clearly. The three-year-old jumped later. Uh, says he, he threw him off first, but I guess maybe uh, he, he was a little, just, a, just slightly after- more. 52 stories. He died uh, uh, moments later. Oh, wait, the red hair. Moments later. Maybe At the said, hospital. They must have been declaring them, you know. <laughs> One at a time, and he was just next in line. You know, it's we want to clear the adult. I want first. to be the best dad and husband. He said nothing is more important. Nothing more important to me, me right now. now. Yeah. Nothing more important, including life. Maybe they landed on a um, on a balcony or something. Jump from the fifty-second floor. How could you um possibly? Well, you know, we discussed the woman who who fell from that incredible height, thirty-three thousand feet. Did we not? Yeah, in the... Yeah, what? Did we? Yeah, it sounds familiar. I don't think we did. Maybe we didn't. I feel like we don't do a very good job of remembering what we used to no, be talking No, I know. About. That's true. It, it, it's because... Uh, why? I don't know why that is. 
You would think that we would remember this conversation we're having, but we no, won't. We don't. It's weird. We would have. We would remember it if it was like a regular conversation we were having. But since we're recording it, it it's, it's like we don't have to bother remembering it. Maybe that's it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, but I can't remember if we discussed that or not. I know that I uh, thought it was a very interesting story. I wonder how other well, radio me... stars deal with this issue. <laughs> you know, I mean, like, there's there's the rest, and then there's the best. Yeah. And then uh, and there's us. Uh, so, wait, oh, hold on. Let me see if I can find that document, because uh, that would be uh, that wait, would be an you, interesting you keep, thing. You keep so, archives of all this stuff? Oh, I, I mean, you know, I, I usually go through and make a transcript once I... <laughs> Once we talk, uh, that's definitely not it. What would I have called that, and when would it be? There's no way of fucking finding it. I know how to find it. Hold what on is it yet. we're talking about again? Uh, now, uh, I can't even mind. remember what we were talking we're about. We're talking about the, 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 One the, 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 the woman who fell from such an incredible distance. Well, maybe I'll just look it up. Ah, you know what? Nobody uh, falls 33,000 feet and survives. We'll be right back. Hey, it's Pat Dixon. Thanks for listening to New York City Crime Report. Uh, I know that you probably say to yourself, well, you know, you, you already do so much for us uh, with reporting and maintaining your journalistic integrity and everything. Like, it, it's not uh, any big deal. I'm happy to do it, you know. But, hey, if you if you want, there's a couple of things you could do for me. Uh, I, I guess uh, you, if you wanted, you could go to uh, a, you know the Apple podcast there and leave a five-star rating. That would be great. And if you wanted to leave a review saying how much you like the show... Even better. Oh, and, and here's another thing you can do. Go to patreon.com slash NYC. This show doesn't have ads at all. So we are supported through patreon.com, like a crowdsourcing thing. Uh, you're familiar with the damn thing, I'm sure. Uh, patreon.com slash NYC. I appreciate it. Uh, I not want to make a big deal out of it, but I don't know what else to, you know, so thanks. Oh, and one more thing. I have a show on Compound Media. Uh, you know, I don't expect to do all this shit. <laughs> Make a choice. Compound Media is a great network. A lot of great shows. You really, really would enjoy it, I think. Uh, you know, I, I don't have time to go over everything that's on it, but, you know, it's just trust me, it's fucking good. So, uh, compoundmedia.com. Go there. Try it for a month. See if you like it. Crime Report every week, live. All right, I'll talk to you later. Okay, so we, uh, we've determined that we have talked about Vesna uh, Velovic, uh, who, uh, who fell from the, the farthest, yeah, Serbian flight attendant. Serbian. She died depressed. Yeah, but this she fell out of, like, this, she was, she basically survived a crash. It's not like she free, free fell. That's true. That is a lot different. But, I mean, I think it is in the Guinness Book of World Records as the longest free fall. Which is a uh, parachute free. Yeah. Yep. All right. Well, uh, hey, uh, that that's okay. It's not really that uh, fucking. You know, it's not, it's not the main thing. It's not the main thing at all. It isn't. It I is mean, not. It's really cool. Yeah. Uh, the post reports a Soho kerfuffle uh, between Hillary Duff, neighbor Dieter Addison, and boyfriend uh, her boyfriend Matthew Coma. Uh, and apparently, Dieter Addison smokes at home, which is still legal here, but barely. Well, he smokes marijuana too. Not anymore. No, he's uh, he says he's been clean for a few months. He lives with a sober companion, even. Oh wow! Uh, Duff's neighbor Dieter uh, is, is who we're talking about. Uh, and uh, see, 
Duff complained about Addison smoking in an Instagram story around 7 a.m., attaching his name and photos to the post and even claiming he'd never worked a single day. Duff said calling all New Yorkers with asshole neighbors really open to any advice you have. My neighbor smokes cigarettes and weed all night. My apartment reeks. I've got advice. Get a can of Osium air freshener. It's amazing. really works. If that doesn't make you happy, just try minding your own goddamn business. How about that? Mind your own fucking celebrity business. Well, she is minding her business, Pat, but it's prob- the problem is his business is interfering with her business. As long as your business, my business. And, uh, well, I, I, I would disagree with that. I would say sometimes, uh, you know, in New York City and anywhere, you, you have neighbors. You have to live with those neighbors. No, you just can't leave. You can't leave? No, you just can't leave. <laughs> no, you just can't leave. Yeah, it's from uh, Bronx Tale. That's somebody's favorite scene. Uh, here's what she further said. We know your parents pay your rent. We know you've never worked a day in your life. Must be nice. Have some respect for huh. your neighbors wow. who work hard to live in that building. Shit. Fuck. Yeah. Well, Soho? You know, I mean, goddamn. Hillary Duff? I mean, I've been following her career... Yeah, since the early 2000s, I would assume. Yeah, you know, when it got started with uh, the Lizzie McGuire show. Yes, yeah, so the famous, I'm so erotic, I mean. Well, I wouldn't say that, but I've seen a number of her, um, that was an interesting show. It had... Um, Rob what, Schneider? No, not Rob Schneider. It had uh, Rob Carradine. Oh, right, Rob Carradine. I always mix them up. Uh, one of the younger Carradine brothers. Um, Ed Broccoli Rob. What? <laughs> <laughs> Do you know Broccoli Rob? <laughs> I mean... My, I mean, the, the vegetable? Oh, right. Broccoli Rob? No. Hillary Duff is the what? one who made the Forbes list of richest young stars under 25 in 2005. But what, what, what about Broccoli Rob? She earned $15 million that year, beating out Lindsay Lohan and Amanda Bynes. Too bad she doesn't have them for neighbors. Well, now she has her own TV show. I saw her, I saw her movie, A Cinderella Story. Um, for which she was, uh, she won her first uh, Razzie Award. Is that true? Yeah. It wasn't a bad... Actually, you know what? It was a pretty good movie. For her um, performance. I mean, you know, it might have been a good movie. Is that what it says? Well, oh, excuse me. Razzie nomination for Worst Actress in 2004. <laughs> uh, also that year, she got a Razzie nomination for Raise Your Voice. Uh, my, I, I've seen Raise Your Voice probably 10 or 12 times, and I'm not even joking. How? Oh, because you have my girls. Because kids, oh, they right. love it. They love that. My, my older daughter loves s- that fucking movie. You know, I was going to find a plot summary of that, and I, I just di- I didn't have time. Well, let me Can tell, you, t- please? tell you what Raise Your Voice is about. Okay, it's about this girl, and she's a, um, she she lives in, you know, like northern, in California somewhere with her dad, who's very protective. I think her dad was played by uh, Bill Paxton, maybe. Mm. Um, no, no, I can't remember who played her dad. Anyway. Uh, I'm going Paxton. So she, and she's a singer, but she's kind of and shy. Her name's Terry in the movie. And she's um, that actress who's in a bunch of things. she and her brother um, and are driving. She, um, they in an accident and her brother dies. Mm. And she's distraught. Singing. But then, oh, you know who's, in the, who's in this movie? Lizzie Kaplan. He wanted her to apply to this music camp for the summer. She realizes that. Yeah. So she she apply, or maybe he sends in a he sends he secretly sent in an audition. Her mom, they make up a story. Yeah. Oh, and I see. She, As a um, she gets in, 
but her dad doesn't want her to go. Mm. Where she is, um, like, and so they make up. Make up, up a, she and like her aunt or something with her aunt, but really she's at the camp. It, you know who's who's in this movie? Uh, Rebecca um, DeMorne. And she really like she, comes into uh, her own. She, you know, her dad. Her dad comes to job. take her away from the camp. No, it's just a really summer camp. When he finds out. Is it Rebecca De Mornay or? Um, but she she thinks a lot about. I love him. you, Terry. Like yeah yeah. <laughs> um, plays her aunt. Yeah um, yeah yeah yeah. Uh, that's pretty much what happens. I yeah, would love Hillary. I've probably Duff. seen this movie. I've seen so many. I've seen uh to yeah. I saw a movie where she goes. Oh, the Lizzie McGuire movie where she. Oh, goes that's to, her favorite one. That's her favorite movie. Rome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, of all her movies, that's her favorite. Is that what it says? Yeah. See, I. <laughs> How do I know so much about Hillary Duff? Well, her IMD page has a lot of trivia. Oh, okay. Hillary Duff trivia. So I wrote down a few of them. Uh, How about? Uh, wait, let me guess. Like one of them is about her line of like uh, clothing called "Stuff" by Hillary Duff. Stuff by Hillary Duff, which later expanded to be furniture and other yeah, household yeah, yeah. things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I bought uh, I bought some things. I I think it was uh, at Target. I think that it was um it was a big at Target around two thousand six. Yeah, it sounds about right. And then once she lost control over the uh, line and the creatively, then she pulled out. And you know, okay. now uh, she also came out uh, around that in two thousand six with uh, her fragrance, her first fragrance with love, uh, Hillary Duff, uh, and uh, it was oh, through yes. Elizabeth Hart. Now the fragrance was a huge success. It says becoming one of the three best selling fragrances launched in at U.S. department stores in late two thousand six. Oh. One of the one of the top three released in <laughs> department stores in 2006. Late, here's an, in, here's in another late. bit of trivia: is she and her older sister Haley Duff? Yes, they, they yes. recorded a cover of "Our Lips Are Sealed" by they the Go Go's. They certainly did. Yes, they certainly did. You know, and did I you believe, read the same. Uh, thing I did that not I read. It. I'm just telling you my own like oh, knowledge. My God. This is just all like that's word for word after the IMDb. Um, I'm telling you. I believe you because I'm not. I, just, oh, I mean, oh, my daughter on your phone, is maybe? almost no. My daughter's almost twenty, and she to this day loves to watch um, "Raise Your Voice," and I will discuss that movie with the kids sometimes, just as a joke, just to kind of like. Uh, I'll, be, a, I'll a, say like a I'll say tool? to them like I love you, Terry. Was <laughs> <laughs> he like Native American or something? <laughs> no, he's just kind of like a dope. I love you, Terry. <laughs> When the wolf comes over the great mountain. And she, um, yeah. Uh, released her debut young adult novel, Elixir, October right, that 12th, I didn't know about. 2010. It it reached the New York Times bestsellers list. Uh, two days prior to that, and I think we can see a connection here, joined the social networking site Twitter, October 10th, mm. 2010. So she's like, I'm going to have to tweet about this book. So, book's wow. coming out on the 12th. Put it off until the 10th. Yep. And now you can read her tweets. Now, it also mentioned one more thing. Many, many more things, but one more that I'll mention. She she says, uh, it, it's it's right there, mentioned in an Eminem song. Oh. So I found it, and I thought, okay. And, and for context, I'll give you a little bit before the mention. Uh, this is the Eminem song. Uh, it's called Ass Like That. That's what it's called. Hmm. Um, the way you shake it, I can't believe it. I ain't never seen an ass like that. Uh, the way you move it, the way uh, the way you move it, you make my that ass go, doing, doing, doing. Is that doing, doing, doing? Oh, it oh. must be doing, doing, doing. Yeah, oh, doing, right. Doing. Sorry, it was a doing. So I don't believe it. It's almost too good to be true. I ain't never seen an ass like that. The way you move it, you make my pee pee go doing, doing, doing. The way she moves, that ass. she's like a belly dancer. She's shaking that ass. 
to the new Nelly jams. I don't know what that means. Uh, Nelly, I think, is like a, a singer. Like a, oh, right. It doesn't mean With Nelly. a line of jams. Like, she has a line of things, and now he has a line of jams. Or this woman, Nelly, oh, has a line of jams. I think Nelly might be a man. What? Oh, like he has a line of, like, jellies and... Exactly. Fine jams. Yeah, uh, okay. And maybe compotes. Uh, I think someone's at the door, but I don't think I'm a answer. Police saying freeze, doing, doing, doing. What do you mean, freeze? Please, I'm a human being. I have needs. I'm not done. Not till I'm finished peeing. Uh, I'm not resisting arrest. I am agreeing. Mr. Officer, I'm already on my knees. I can't get on the ground any further. It's impossible for me. And do not treat me like a murderer. I just like to pee. Pee pee, yes. I can make R&B. I sing song. It go ring a chong. Ching, chong, 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 ching. Psych, I joke, I joke, I keyed, I keyed. If I offend, I'm sorry. Please, please forgive, for I am Triumph the Puppet Dog. I am a mere puppet. I can get away with anything I say, and you will love it. The way you shake it, I can't believe it. I ain't never seen an ass like that. The way you move it, you make my pee-pee go doing, doing, doing. Jessica Simpson looks oh so tempting. Nick, I ain't never seen an ass like that. Every time I see that show on MTV, my pee-pee goes... Doing, doing, doing. It's very much like uh, a cat in a hat, you know, Dr. Seuss type yeah, stuff with the repetition, yeah, yeah. Right. you know, you can see. This must be for kids. Uh, Mary Kate and Ashley used to be so wholesome. Now they're getting older. They're starting to, to grow bum bums. Uh, I go to the movies and sit down with my popcorn. Police saying right. freeze, doing, doing. Can now, we skip to the part Well, the no, it's, this is important for context, Seth, please. Uh, I mean... Do you, when you go to, to do you look, I, I want to go see the Mona Lisa, do you just look at her smile only and not look at the rest of the painting? That's exactly how vulgar that would be. Sorry. Well, uh, it's okay. Now, what do we mean freeze? Jeez, I just got my seat. I have a ticket. Look, I put it away. My zipper zipped. <laughs> and, and then comes the mention. Hillary Duff is not quite old enough. So I ain't never seen her butt like that. Maybe next year, I'll say ass, and she'll make my PP go doing, doing, doing. So this was mentioned on her IMDb that oh, she was mentioned in this song. You know, Eminem, great artist, a great artist. Uh, I mean, much better than. <laughs> I mean, like, uh, what's that? I I I can't even really quite remember his name because uh, uh, Conway uh, West, Conway, Conway West, West yeah. yeah, Conway West, who. Uh, you know, has has made these like basically come out as a as a racist, as a racist, yeah, and, and a homophobe and a bigot, right? Because Eminem, you know, he stands strong against all that stuff. I he think stands strong. He even said he wanted to beat up Trump. Yeah, he wants to beat up anybody who likes him, and that they should all go fuck themselves. Kanye West saying that we should all think for ourselves. Yeah, that's that's a dog whistle. Yeah. Okay, Conway. Coded message for you know, join a hate group. Bye bye, bye Conway. <laughs> So Hillary Duff, uh, with a little thing. Yeah, yeah, I want to tell you though a Christmas story. A Christmas story is that what it was called? No, a Cinderella. A Cinderella, a Cinderella story. story. Yeah, it's actually like a pretty good movie. Um, you know what? There's a a, a cover of um, that Bob Dylan song. Um, make me um, make Come me feel your in, people, make, no, make wherever me, ye roam. Make me feel your love. Oh right, right. 
Yeah, uh, that's a good song. It's a great song. Yeah, that's very sweet. Um, and Material Girls, you know, she was in that with her sister. Yeah, they yeah, also yeah. did. Right. I, I used to own all these movies, Pat. Yeah, Material Girls was, um, that's like these two, I think that's the one where these two sisters. That thing in the material world. Well, like yeah, the but robot. I you think don't want they, me to do the robot. Nah, it's all right. Uh, I'm trying to remember the plot of Material Girls. I think they like... They're these upper class girls, and then they lose all their money, so they have to move to Chinatown. Become seamstresses yes. with material. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They could have been comedians too, with lots of material. Oh, that's a good point. Material girls. Yeah. Um, that movie wasn't so great. Haley Duff is not so. Um, you can't carry your sister through everything. No. No matter how fucking sexy and charming you are, this lady Hillary Duff, I, she hasn't done much in the last day. Uh, uh, what is this? Two thousand eighteen. True. She's in a hit TV show. I don't know. She's not. Hillary Duff? Yeah. Yes, she is. No. <laughs> yes, she is. <laughs> Which one? I've not seen it, but it's okay. called Younger. Okay. okay. Younger with Sutton Foster, Hillary Duff, and somebody else. What network does that come on? I don't know. I mean, you're sitting there. I'm sitting here. Look it yeah. up, man. <laughs> I, I, love, I love that I'm our, using both of my hands. Our podcast is now like the... Um, Look, this stemmed from a crime. If it stems from a crime, we got all the time. Yeah. What all was right. the crime exactly? Smoking in your apartment? Smoking in your apartment. Yeah. So far, you can still smoke in your apartment. Take that, Bloomberg. He was trying to get him to... Take like, that, Hillary Duff. Take that... Hey, Duff. I don't take any guff off Hillary Duff. How about a, how about a song like that, Eminem? Why don't you really attack the fucking man? Yeah. Taylor Swift stalker is going to jail. Muhammad Jafar... He uh, lurked around oh, Swiss really? buildings Muhammad, for months. He's a Muslim, huh? Yeah, go ahead. Go. Yeah, exactly. I'm sure there's a few people standing outside her apartment. Oh, let's get the Muslim. Right. Let's get Jafar. Oh, okay. Oh, you don't like having a Muslim come in and sleep in your bed. Oh, it's. I guess it's some sort of oh, problem. Oh, did that make your bed all dirty because oh. a Muslim slept in it? Oh. He sentenced to six months in jail, five months probation. That's all. That's... Oh, he only. I thought he actually got into her apartment and was like taking a shower. You know, I I heard he was like sleeping on her couch and shit. Like, what happened? I'm reading a different thing, but maybe they just have reported that a number of times. But maybe she had more than one stalker. I've been hearing about this guy for a while. Are they all Muslim? (laughs) All her fans are Muslim. Uh, A boyfriend. Let me just tell you one other thing. I've actually seen Taylor Swift in concert. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not even joking. Okay. Well, uh, I I bet it was. I bet was she good? She was good, right? She writes her own songs, and they're all about men. There, it was a, it was an okay concert. I mean, I natu- I mean, I took my kids to see it. You went to see it first on your own to see if it was okay. Yeah, and yeah, then, yeah, yeah. And then we went back. You want to vet everything when you're father. What's the dirtiest movie that you ever watched with them? The 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 you know most violent or or grim. Um. Oh geez, lots of movies. I don't know. Taxi he, Taxi Driver. Taxi driver. <laughs> that was already like a long time ago. When uh, that was like when he's like with, like you know with the prostitute fuck her in there, the mouth, fuck her in the ass, <laughs> but no rough stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> She's what you want to save yourself some money. Don't I think, fuck her. <laughs> I think they may have because you're gonna like, be back. I think they may have been like eleven and thirteen. And and when all that was going on, did you guys make eye contact? <laughs> it was just whatever, you know. Look. That movie's great. That movie has a lot of lessons in it. Yeah. I, what? Yeah, fuck it. Uh, now, speaking of 
excuse me, completely off topic. Yeah. A berserk boyfriend knifed his sweetheart inside the bedroom of their Bronx apartment. Quote, while several children slept nearby. Huh. Can you believe those kids just sleeping through something like this? I said, it says Typical. a lot about the kids today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So selfish. <sighs> what is that? <laughs> Mom well, that's killed? Oh, kids well. have been so desensitized by like... Violent I mean, video what do they games. Say? A kid sees 15,000 murders on television by the time he's like, you know, three and a half. So what's he going to worry about this exactly? Yeah. yeah. They don't know the difference between real life violence and... And right. make-believe. That's why they're kids, you know? And, that, and this is what happens. You have these kids who just don't think it's a big deal. So if their true. mother gets killed, this is 60-year-old Tyrone Crawley. He stabs 67-year-old girlfriend Sheila Williams in the neck, oh, chest, wait. and legs. And, and and the children were nearby, and the children sleeping nearby were all in their 30s because it was her children. <laughs> <laughs> they must have been grandkids. <laughs> Oh, I see. I don't know. It just says why well, several I, no, children no, slept nearby. Why don't we even I guess it doesn't say that they were her children. No, no, no. I guess that'd be yeah, interesting if right. like her yeah. her children aged forty four, forty two, <laughs> and thirty eight slept. What's peacefully. going on in there banging on the wall? <laughs> Quiet down, mom. No, they slept through it. Oh right, yeah. Just like, like oh <laughs> like <what>? little angels. <laughs> <laughs> Inside their 25th floor apartment in the Riverview Apartments in Norris Heights. Morris Heights. Morris Heights. Uh, when cops arrived, Crawley tried to escape out a window, but was tased by police. Okay. Let him it's jump. Fair. Yeah, trying to get well, away. Maybe it was just like a fire escape. First story or something. Yeah, 25th right? floor apartment. Charged with murder, manslaughter, assault, and acting in a manner injurious to a child. So that counts, like, even if the child's, like, in... In his 40s. I guess so, yeah. <laughs> he was a child once. <laughs> a retired NYPD lieutenant and his wife were both dead, are both dead, still remain dead, after a car wash employee behind the wheel of a customer's SUV crushed the man's wife and twice backed up over her body. Uh, this is 90-year-old Frank Tornabeen and 85-year-old Joan Tornabeen. They were driving their Honda Accord through the car wash. An employee hit them. While they were on the uh, conveyor belt thing that you go where you go through the car wash, and so they pulled out. They were surveying the damage, looking at the Accord, and bam! This employee comes driving out of this SUV, crushing her between the car. He then reversed, but no, and and hit them again, hit yeah. her again, and and then he reversed again and hit them again, ran over her body again. Sometimes these accidents happen, Pat. It's just yeah, the guy, the poor guy was in a panic. He felt terrible. He, you know, once he hit her once, he he tried to escape by reversing into the building, and he went all the way back out of view. Yeah, uh, just out of like sheer embarrassment, I'm right. sure, or or panic. And then and then he comes driving back out of the uh, out, of, out of the car wash again. He backed all the way up into the I car know. wash, hits them again, hits her again, and it's, oh, Jesus. Well, the thing is, Pat, and he, all right, they haven't really released very much information about the guy who did it, right? Zero, except that he's an employee. <clears throat> now here's why he's not charged. No, he's not charged, and I'll tell you why. He is the woman's older brother, and seventy-two years ago. When his his sister was 13, she was banging this 18-year-old guy. Oh. And, yeah, they got married, but her older brother has been very angry about it. He's never approved. He's never approved, and he hadn't seen them in, like, since, like, you know, the 
the mid forties. He wanted to go to singing camp. And uh, when he saw them, he was you know he's a ninety year old guy still working at the at the car wash. Sure. Yeah, I mean out there he's able. And he just lost his mind and had to run them over. So he was triggered by her presence. By well, and he by was, her bringing he, he that was just man trying around. To, yeah. <laughs> she should have known better. Than n- none to, of that. Okay, none of that's you're true. gonna know. Of course that's not. True. That's all bullshit. <laughs> I, it, you can is, even cut that. This is so no, silly. no, no. I think it goes so in. Silly. But this is a. Uh, Apparently, I mean, I mean, it seems weird that that they're just saying, "Oh, it's an accident." I mean, when you watch the video, it's cle- it's like it does not look accidental. It doesn't look level. accidental to me. I mean, he hits, he's accelerating, hits hard, backs way up quickly, and then straight back in again. No attempt to stop or steer or anything. You have to know how to brake if you've reversed and braked, right? Yeah. yeah. Unless he backed up into something and, and ran then, into it, and then put it in, put it he back put it in into drive, gear, yeah. yeah, and then f- stomped Floors on the gas. <laughs> the pedal I was just pushing to make it go, <laughs> yeah. It doesn't seem possible, does it? That it could be because it's the same pedal to go back and forth. Yeah, yeah. It's you <laughs> apply gas and it moves if forward. If you put it, it back. in the right gear, it'll go back. It'll go back. Yeah. So, uh, and and the Daily News, the coverage of this is is just a uh, bizarre. It's very it's 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 quite odd. First of all, the headline uh, the, this is covering the funeral uh, procession, uh, the funeral memorial for the couple. Uh, the headline for this event we were just describing is still together. Still together. And we don't have a picture of the car wash. We have a picture of the couple, and we have a picture of a casket that's draped with an American flag. He was a like he's from the army, and so he's uh, being carried there by some uh, officers. And uh, here's the extent of what it explains about what we just described. This is weird. Uh, yeah. Um, I have my glasses here a second ago, so uh, I cannot read, the, especially the Daily News. You know the what we should do, small. by the way? What What's we that? Should, I should keep my glasses this, handy, Well, forget about your glasses. Okay. How about we do like a um, some LASIK surgery? That's a good idea. Because actually, I actually know Reading how to, LASIKs. Well, I know how to do it with um, just a pen knife. Uh, what is a pen knife? You know, just like a little knife that you carry in your pocket. Like a pen? Why is it? Is it also a pen? Like a sword no, cane? No, no, no. Just like, just a little knife, man. Come do on. you, in fact, have a sword cane? I do have a sword cane. <laughs> if you didn't know this about Seth Barron, does, you can put this under his IMDb, uh, under trivia, has a sword cane. I, I do. Uh, which is something we all wanted. Oh, my God. Anybody who Don't hasn't me. wanted a fucking sword cane is out of their mind. But, Pat, um, if you want, I can do the LASIK surgery on you right when we're done here, or with a razor blade or whatever. Can the you do th- it with your sword cane? The thing of, I could. The thing about eye surgery, it's a real game of inches. Inches. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's you got to be within inches be of the careful. right target. Yeah. You have to be careful. Uh, okay, so I'm going to read the story. Tears for a couple killed in car wash accident. Still together. Brooklynites Frank and Joan Tornabeen and death as in life remain inseparable. Mourners gathered Saturday for a funeral mass, remembering the couple who died just one week apart with ex-NYPD Lieutenant Frank passing away on their 65th wedding anniversary. See, it's a sweet story. Oh, it's nice. Because they stayed together. Now, nobody is reading past that. Nobody, Nobody's reading beyond that point. I, would you read beyond that point? No. I wouldn't know. Be like, but oh, I did okay, in this case. So they set an example. Okay. They set an yeah, exactly. <laughs> they set an example of what a marriage should be, said Son Frank Jr. in his eulogy at Our Lady. Our Lady help of a Christian's Catholic Church, I think that's out of order, in Brooklyn, Two people connected one-to-one to each other. Tears mingled with prayers as two caskets, each draped in white linen, 
held the torta beans in the front of the church. Both died from injuries suffered in a bizarre accident at a Brooklyn car wash. Now, at that point, I'm interested. I'm like, what is, what's happened? Did they get brushed to death? Did they get, yeah. did they get turtle waxed to death? Uh, Joan Tornabine, 85, struck and killed May 1st, while her critically injured husband, Frank, died one week later. You've already mentioned that. The anniversary of the couple's 1953 marriage. Already mentioned that. Right. So they're clearly stalling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Read no further. Right. Nothing to see here. The 90-year-old husband was a retired Army and NYPD veteran who rose to the rank of police lieutenant. A dozen city cops in dress blues carried the caskets in and out of the church, delivering a final salute to both once the service ended. And finally, it says, the elderly couple's car was rear-ended by a Jeep while on a conveyor belt inside the uh, King's One Super Center car wash. When the vehicle emerged... And the torn beans examined the damage, uh, the damaged rear of their Honda Accord. A car wash worker, now behind the wheel of the SUV, accidentally plowed into the couple. Okay. Joan was killed as Frank, himself critically injured, screamed in vain for his spouse. He passed away May 9th uh, at the hospital. My mom and dad lived every day as a precious gift okay, from yeah, God. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they lived, <laughs> said Frank Jr. Really they filling lived, up the quotes from the eulogy. They lived each day. Not as if it was their last, but as if it was their first, because every day is an opportunity. Jesus Christ. That's the coverage that I, I mean, I'm sure they covered this, you know, uh, crash with the accident when it happened, but um, that, that this is insufficient. I want to do some investigation into this because yeah. something something's fishy here. I, I, I want to know like who's 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 got a lot of juice that they're not getting. Um, charged yeah that you're not getting charged or mentioned the guy's name is not even mentioned i find that strange oh well you know what here's the thing pat if a traffic accident happens on private property um you're not allowed to um oh, oh. that's what it is and that's private property yeah because the car, car wash, wash owns it <laughs> no i don't know i don't know this is a very strange story i can't really um figure it out i have no idea why this is just being a yeah this is an accident uh, it seems as if, because look, I mean, okay, I could see, yeah. you know, oops, I hit the wrong p- uh, pedal and uh, hit the car oh, once. Oh, right. yeah. I mean, they got rear-ended by this SUV, and then the car wash employee also did rear-ended. I mean, I guess they, when did, I don't know when the switch-out happened. And three times. Yeah. That's. Um... Uh, I mean, and, and hit, and just dead center each time. No steering. I mean, it was a good 20 feet. Could have skidded. I find it odd. I think it's a crime. Do you know anything about this de Blasio's a- lawyer trying to shield a councilman in a segregationist suit? Yeah, but that's just, it's just boring. It's, it, it's bullshit, though, isn't it? Because, like, I didn't see anything. A segregationist, he was just there trying to, like, watch the registration to make sure people from outside the district didn't come in. Yes. And they call it segregationist. A lot of, the, now, who's the new, uh, the new chancellor of schools? Oh, this guy's a, he's, he's, he's a beaut. Gonzalez or something. Carranza. Carranza. And, and, and he is like, oh, yeah, I grew up uh, this way. I'm, heard a, some I'm shit. a Mexican, so you can't say anything to me. He seems to. He almost says that. Yeah. He almost says He's that. He's like, uh, yeah, all these white racists on the Upper West Side. I don't know who they think they are. Yeah. But, it's really, it's and then really, people are like, offensive. what? He's like, hey, I'm a Mexican-American. Don't you talk. I don't, I don't care what you color. think. I don't care what you think. He's, he's, and, and this idea to... Um, it, like basically, they 
how this is how they're actually doing this, I I I don't know. This but. is a different different school, you understand. The, 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 what, the case we're talking about now is different uh-huh. from that story you were just talking about. But it's related in some way, because I mean, not you know, just by being the same guy pushing the same agenda uh, of uh, of integration and stuff like that. Like he well, he's really determined yes. to bring in uh like so okay they have a great school right at graduation rates are high the great the gpa is high you know students it's a, are it's a middle school it's a middle school it, it, yeah it's it's somewhere in the middle fine uh, <laughs> junior high school junior high school and and so uh this is i thought this was happening in more than one school here's the thing it's happening in all over new york as well it? no it's one district in new york one uh, district which is many schools though many schools it's the upper west side okay and what they want to do is is they want to uh take so, kids are graded one through four mm-hmm, and they're going to take the school that has the most fours and give them a certain number of ones from other schools yeah they want to um here's the way it is they want to ruin schools so some junior here's because probably a lot of people in new york city who outside of new york city don't really follow the ins and outs of um that's not true, junior so. school I think that's pretty, um, junior junior high school admissions pretty presumptuous and condescending. <laughs> well you know new yorkers you know what, what what do you want um yeah so a lot of the junior highs intermediate schools middle schools in new york city are what they call like screened so uh you go to your local elementary school and then when it comes time for intermediate school junior high they're like okay well you know you can kind of apply to some and some of them, they're just like whoever wants to go, and some of them, you sort of apply, and they, they don't, it's not necessarily like an admissions process, but they're like, okay, well, let's let's sort this out. And so some of the schools, you know, wind up with a lot more smart, of the smart kids, let's say. So this one junior high school has, you know, it's, it's, it has a very good reputation, and it's actually fairly well integrated for New York City. I mean, I think it's like 45% white, maybe 30% black, 30, 20% Hispanic, something like that. And you know what? All the kids are pretty smart. Like, the, So everybody's doing well there. Yeah. Um, and they've decided, well, we really need to... Uh, it's not fair that this school is good and the other schools aren't so good, so we're going to reserve 25% of the seats for like the worst performing kids. like The, the worst performing. Yeah, not the at, best at a bad school, but the worst. Yeah, at a good school. So Worst of the worst. A lot of the parents, they were kind of like freaking out a little bit. They were like, what are you doing? Why are you screwing up, trying to screw up the school? Is it possible that our kid will not have a seat in the school now, a place? Yeah. Because like, it, you're going to be... Right. So, and there was like a video on the internet of the parents yelling at the district superintendent. And Carranza, the new chancellor, who's comes out of Houston. Uh, he, he, he's never really been chancellor and he was superintendent anywhere for more than two years. He was not the first choice because the first choice was this guy out of Miami who's considered very good. Yeah, and he, he backed out at the last minute. He backed out because he didn't want to be um, de Blasio's bitch. Yeah. Anyway, so this guy's like, yeah, I'll be glad to be your bitch. So I'm, Carranza, nothing, I'm nothing but a bitch. So Carranza tweets, puts out a tweet of this story and it's like, see Upper West Side white wealthy parents be racist. Oh my God! And people were like, well, "What are you doing? I mean, you just got here like two weeks ago. You don't you you, you don't really know New York. You don't even know anything." Yeah, you're gonna come here and call us racist. And he's like, "Look, I know what I know. And as a man of color and a Mexican American, I have had experiences that 
dictate the way I see the world, blah, blah, blah. This he said, yeah, I, when I go out, like when I go to, like, I'm not always dressed in my suit like this. Sometimes I put on a, a ball cap and a T-shirt and I go out and I go to Walmart. I've been watched. Is that what he said? He did. Is that really what he said? Yeah. He's like, sometimes I go and I, I'm barbecuing <laughs> in the middle. Barbecuing? In the middle of somebody's lawn. Maybe some corn. <laughs> You throw on um, the grill some puerco? <laughs> yes. Yeah, so, you know, he seems kind of like an asshole, frankly. Yeah, I mean, he's a new guy. He should, like, uh, you know, tread lightly a little, but like, I mean, you know, he's in to make changes. Here's the problem. Everybody wants to integrate New York City schools. But, see, we run up a- against a problem, which is The that- most segregated schools in the country, by the way. Sure, of course. Is that if you look at the New York City That's school true. system, uh, it's only about 15% white. Um. Really? So, yeah. So it's you kind of and and people like a lot of them live in like Staten Island. A lot of them live in, you know, 15% white. Yeah. Cuz cuz I guess but whites are a higher percentage of that. I guess they're not having as many kids. Well, partially it's that. Partially it's that um a lot of the whites in New York City are orthodox Jews and they go to um They're considered white? <laughs> They are. I mean, if you want to know the truth, I think about half of New York City's whites are um, Jews. So they're in parochial school. A lot of them are. Yeah, they go. Well, you, you, you'd call it. Uh, yeah, pri- they're in. They're, they're in the shiva. And a lot of whites go to private schools anyway. Yeah. Not in, not a, a massive, but enough to change the percentages. So yeah. and moves the needle. As moves they the say. needle. So yeah, only fifteen percent of the school population is white. So if you were to really try to integrate it. You'd have to be like sending kids on like three-hour bus rides every day. Basically, there's not enough whites to go around just to integrate the schools. You sound like Bloomberg now. Well, it's just it's just it's just the truth. <laughs> so so there are a few. White. There are some places. I, that's interesting. I didn't know that. Yeah, there are some parts of the city, like the Upper West Side, like Park Slope, that are racist. That are um, more racial. There's more racial diversity. Or there's a, a, a you know a deeper concentration of um, you know whites, blacks, Latinos, whatever. A deeper concentration Asians. of everybody. Of, what do you I, mean by I, that? I, it's not making very much sense. You, you just found yourself about to say crawling with them, and you decided to now use that term. I understand. What, it, it, like self-censoring is very appreciated. Trust me. Whatever, man. <laughs> whatever. So the, look, so, some so, parts of the city uh-huh. are like everybody's black. Some parts of the city, everybody's white. There's a few places like the Upper West Side, Park Slope, where there's a big, there's more of a mix, and that's where these kind of issues come into play because yes. you're like, oh, there's like you know ten junior high schools, three of them are really good, four of them suck, a couple mm-hmm. of them are okay. Why is and look, the fact of the matter is, like the white parents, not always, but a lot of the time. All right, maybe their kids do better on the tests. Maybe the ki- the white parents like they really look. They work with them a lot. They you know like they work with them, but also it's a question of like, all right, one, how much do you care where your kid goes to school? Some people really care. A lot of people like you know I don't know like say immigrants from some countries. They're just like yeah whatever a you know? school. <laughs> <laughs> My kids go to school. Yeah, they go to the school. Um, they go to the school. If you're really poor, maybe you're just not that. You don't really care. I get it. Maybe you okay. don't really know how to, to. Maybe hold on. Maybe this is the truth. Maybe if they're really poor, you don't care. Uh, okay. Oh, but why should you get to go to uh, the school now? I, I assume that there's taxes for all these schools, right? Are they paying the same taxes? 
Well, uh, yeah. School fees are the same at every there's, school there's in the no, Upper West Side no, in the district. There's no fees. No. Matt. Okay. It's, well, I've heard. What, what, are, what are school fees? I've heard of school fees. Well, that's for private schools. Okay. What are the fees at this school? Publicly, there's no it's fees. Tax. It's a public. <laughs> what are you talking right. about? But, but do they all get the same amount of money? Yeah. Okay, so why are some schools bad and some good if they get the same amount of money already within a district? That's a really good question because also the funny thing is that New York City basically spends more on its students than like um, per student than like any any place any place in the country. Essentially. They also spend more on their principals. Uh, the long-suffering principal of a Flushing High School has now been reassigned by the new chancellor. He's back at it again, Howard Crate. Quaite, excuse me. He's now the former principal of John Bone High School. He was hired in 2006. His current salary, $156,671. They like to get that in there, the salaries, because it's public. Four women have now cost the city more than $600,000 with their lawsuits. Yeah. Beautiful. These four women who just like, oh, I see an easy payday. Uh, The latest payout uh, was $130,000 in September. Lauren uh, uh, Pretitore. Former guidance counselor. Uh, now, Quate allegedly asked her and female colleagues for a threesome. Nice. I mean, John Bone School is like such shit. John Bone. Um, let me just tell it's you flushing. something. Um, can I just tell you like a little? Please. All right. So my my wife has this friend. I'm not going to say her hey, name. Hey, I like where no, the no, story goes. It's going. not going anywhere. Trust me. She's like this. I I told my wife. I was like, Have you noticed that when she starts talking? Like you can never talk about anything except she's a teacher. Oh. She teaches in the um, in a junior high school or something, right? Or an elementary school maybe. You can talk to her, and within five minutes, she's talking about her pension, retirement, un- union <laughs> issues. Sure, yeah. Uh, they, they they they've all got one foot out the door. Is what now this saying. woman is a um, she teaches like technology, like computers or something like that. Mm-hmm. She doesn't know shit about it. She knows nothing. <laughs> And then I think she just got reassigned because she, like, threw a glove at a student. Anyway, so just yesterday- Reassigned. It's like the Catholic Church. Some bullshit. So, right, exactly. So uh, just yesterday, I was saying, you know what? Um, she was just telling me that, um, you know you know how much money she has saved up? She saved up a million dollars. Oh, my God. Can you believe a that? fucking teacher? Just like- We um, need to pay the She works more. for the phone company, and she's been a teacher for a long time. And yeah. She saved a million dollars. I'm so proud of her. I'm like- I'm like, yeah, I'm proud of her too. That's so great to know that, like, some woman who all she she's a time server. She's not very good at her job. She doesn't know the subject. Throwing gloves at kids. That she can like, um, just kind of like show up, get the summers off, and save up a million bucks. That's I'm so that's so wonderful. I'm so proud to be part of the be paying into the system. Yeah, I hope you get to stay at her beach house. That's not so that fucking great. And in this case, the principal. Now, what do advocates scream for? And, you know, he's uh, supposedly asked uh, her for and her female colleague for a threesome. Uh, they, they, above all things, consent. Preferably this affirmative oral consent. They want nothing unsaid. Okay. Yeah. Well, how else can you get consent? Right. How else can you get that? Do you think she's just going to out with it? Just say, I would love to have a threesome with you. Right. No. You have to say, would you like to have one? Yeah. You can't just do it because can if you we, just do it, then, can, then, oh, then you're open to all kinds of liability. What if he just would have done it without asking? Imagine that. Imagine if he hadn't asked her. I mean, yeah. come on. You got to use your logic here. Now, yeah. uh, and, and if you think that, uh, what if you think there's a, for lack of a better word, you, you know, there's a vibe. He right. knows oh, there's a vibe. Yeah. Guys are never wrong about this. Hey. Ever. They are never wrong about a vibe. And so he feels this. Now, it's not illegal for to date a, a, a co-worker or an underling even. Uh, some, you know, different companies have different policies. I don't believe it's illegal, though. 
to sleep with a coworker, is it? It well, can't to sleep, be. To I, sleep I, with a subordinate. I mean, there's a policies. Subordinate, I there's think it's, but I think it's policies. unconstitutional <laughs> to forbid that. To forbid, yeah. yeah, oh, yeah. I, 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 Free, freedom of assembly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. freedom of assembly, right uh, to pursue happiness. Freedom to assemble the women in the positions that you would like to have them in in the threesome. That's, and that's the unsaid part. <laughs> that's, that's, you know, implied. That's what Madison meant. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she also claims uh, he rubbed his body against hers. Now, uh, I want to use a word I hear all the time, but which I don't see applied very much, okay, mm. in any real way. Context. Context. We read that. He rubbed his body against hers. Okay. What's the context? Well, where was this? What part of his body? Were they sitting side by side in a crowded school auditorium? And, in fact, isn't it true that his leg was pressed firmly against her, forgive me for pointing out, potentially very ample leg? Oh. We don't know. We don't know. Why don't we know? They didn't tell us. What does this woman weigh? A lot. What does she weigh? Possibly a lot. Probably. Potentially about 280, 300, 400 pounds. See, that's not provided. So I reject that claim. a lot. Now, told her this also, uh, quote, if she achieved a high graduation rate, he would perform oral sex on her. Again. That's so nice. Context. Isn't that what women want? I mean. That's what you always hear. They say two different things, don't they? They say one thing in the morning. They say another thing at night. In the morning, they say, you must have consent. This is wrong. And at night, oh. they go, don't ask my permission to kiss me. What's wrong yeah, with come you? On. Now, uh, she, uh, to me, it, what, what's there are situations where this would be the appropriate thing to say. What if she had just said, hey, if I get a high graduation rate, I think maybe you should go down on me. Will you? And he's like, yeah, okay, sure, sure why not? Now he has officially said that. Or you know what? It was probably more like like they're sitting there talking. And they're, he's like, what about that guy? And she's like, oh, he can't even like spell his name. And he's like, well, you think you can get him to graduate? She's like, if I get him to graduate, you're going to eat my pussy. Yeah, I mean, And know. he's like, yeah, it's a deal. Now this is sounding closer <laughs> to the truth. You know, right. This is sounding closer to a real scenario. So he's like... Uh, Look, we got to get your graduation rate up. We have to do this. Uh, She's like, I'll do anything. She's like, will you do anything? Yes, I will do literally anything. I will set myself on fire. I will eat a bowl of dog shit. I will do anything to get you. And she's like, oh, if you'll eat a bowl of dog shit, does that mean you'd also eat my pussy? Now, he can't say no. he's like, no. He he can't (laughs) say no. He can't. You see how she's Absolutely trapped Absolutely not. <laughs> That's the other word besides context. Entrapment. Okay, so she accused the New York City Department of Education and Quaid of sexual harassment. How convenient. How convenient these days in the Me Too era. Uh, during a meeting, uh, he allegedly asked uh, Predatory, uh, do you use that silk belt you are wearing during sex? Okay. Yeah. What's the context? Was she? Was she like... Serving him a small thing on the belt, maybe, or I mean, you know, she's serving treats and she's serving it off of her belt. I'm just saying, there's a lot of ways this could come up. Hey, do you remember the time when, um, I'm sorry, you invited me to come over to your house? Yeah. And I guess we mix, mixed up the times or whatever. Uh-huh. And I came in and you thought it was Mandy. Oh, yeah. And I came in and you were lying on the bed and <laughs> yeah. you, you tied a little silk bow around your penis. <laughs> Because that's kind of one of our things. Yeah, yeah. 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 And, and I was like, like, whoa. Hey, I'm like, what's the, with the wig? I thought you were Mandy. Yeah, that I, was funny. Like, we, it took us so long to realize it. 
you know? That was the funny part. I know, I'd untied it's like, it and everything. It's like we'd already gone through the whole... And I was like, Mandy, that was awesome. Hey, what? And I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> oh, shit. Well, now that you're here, let's do the show. Now you know. Now, the big story this week here in New York City, a Midtown lawyer became upset with, with Spanish-speaking people speaking Spanish nearby during his lunch break at the Fresh Kitchen on Madison near 39th Street. Video footage taken by a Spanish-speaking woman who in the, mo- uh, in the moments just before the video was taken had annoyed him. Yeah. Uh, Possibly unintentionally. We don't know. Maybe. Now, uh, it's this video has driven interest in the story, which has become exceedingly popular, this video, as an online short video entertainment. and uh, People are crazy about it. They, are, they love it. They love watching this guy be a modern-day Archie Bunker. He, he's a delight. He is uh, he's somebody that uh, you instantly fall in love with, but there is a fucking contingent of these people who just don't like what he's saying. You You're know? right. They, they don't like it. They hate him. They hate him, and they've run him out of his job now. He's yeah. now lost his workspace. He's no longer welcome there. He's persona non grata. If he was here, he'd be like, stop with the Latin. Right. I don't like all this I don't Latin. Hear it. I don't want to hear it. Go to Latin America. You want to speak that shit? Yeah, you go Yeah, go back to Rome. Uh, now, uh, this is uh, the guy who, who the one woman who did it, uh, the wife of Edward Sulazo and her friend. They were ordering food in Spanish with an employee helping them, and the Midtown lawyer said to the employee, my guess is that they're not documented, so my next call is to ICE to have each one of them kicked out of my country. How about that? Well, I mean, here's the thing. This guy, I mean, you can go... Look, obviously, his heart's in the right place. Yeah, obviously. Um, But maybe he doesn't necessarily express it so well because, uh, yeah, he's done this before, apparently. Oh, Oh. yeah, I I see now. He, He went ballistic. On, on a female cop at a Phillies game. What I didn't even about? hear about this one. Uh, the Midtown lawyer caught on camera hurling racist insults. I think that's exaggerating. Uh, was once busted for threatening a cop at a Phillies game. This is 42-year-old Aaron Schlossberg, uh, Esquire. Yeah. And uh, he, uh, Okay, so he yelled at a cop, you're fucking dead. All right. All right, so this guy- You're and, fucking dead. And you know what? I saw there was a third case where he was like yelling at some guy. Okay, context. Wait, had she just been shot? <laughs> shut and up. was he upset? <laughs> but the funny thing is, so I, I walk past the restaurant today, right? Because yes. it's right near my office. And these people are handing out things. And I see it's all these people from the city, from the Human Rights Commission, handing out flyers like, if you have been discriminated against, blah, blah, blah. And I think the Human Rights Commissioner is standing outside- and it's like, what the fuck is this? It's like, okay, great. You're, um, th- this was not like. It wasn't connected to the restaurant. It they wasn't connected to the Spanish. restaurant. This guy happened to walk into a restaurant and just say some obnoxious shit. Now the Human Rights Commission is handing out flyers like, if you have been discriminated against. It's like, it has nothing to do with this corner or this block. This guy, it, it was just this one guy. He didn't discriminate against anybody. He just said some obnoxious shit. Yeah, yeah. That's not, not like. It's not discrimination by the letter of the law. No. Oh yeah, okay. So now is it they a hate a, crime? Yes. Uh, now they have a mariachi band oh. triumphantly playing. Uh, a, a, yeah, a protest Friday outside the home of the Midtown lawyer. <laughs> a mariachi band. This has really gotten absurd quickly. This was just a few days ago that uh, the video came out of him, uh, you know, saying a few things about Spanish-speaking people, and, and now, now he's lost his office space. Uh, we're coming out with stories from him in the past. Now a mariachi band is out front of his home. A mariachi band. Yeah. And here's a photo of them playing. Oh, 
That who likes nobody likes a mariachi band anywhere. It's, they, it's really obnoxious. Who, who listens to mariachi the whole, music? The whole thing is so fucking annoying. Yes, it's uh, more than a hundred people gathered in front of Aaron Schlossberg's abode on West 60th Street near 10th Avenue to wave signs, chant "Ole Ole," throw him out, and feast on free tacos. Free okay, free tacos. Great, great, great. But we're basically clapping back at this fool. Is that what it says? Said Chris Thompson. We're clapping back. You know what? That whole that that expression is so annoying. I've never heard it. Clapping back. We're clapping back. Yeah, it, it really it really harmlesses up the whole thing, doesn't it? It turns it from harassment. It's like, hey, we're just clapping back. Yeah. What does it mean, clap? I've never heard that. You've never heard that? No. It's like... it's, 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 it seems like something liberal people would say. Yeah, you know, we're going to clap back at you, Trump. Clap back. All right, so it says, it's ridiculous. This is a multilingual city. He should expect to hear different languages. On Tuesday, it's... It's a multilingual. Every you know, it's we don't have a, la- a national language. We need one. We need for English we to be our national have, language. Yeah. Why not? I mean, uh, you know, it, it's. I know it's a melting pot. All kinds of people are welcome here, but you know, there should be a default language. Why well, not have uh, a default? I think there is one. I mean, look, honestly, the idea of like <laughs> not officially though. the idea of a bunch of like restaurant workers talking to each other in Spanish and talking to some Spanish speaking. Customers in Spanish turns my stomach. Seems pretty harmless, but oh, okay. you know, whatever. All right. Without you know the what? Latinos, there would be no hospitality industry in New York. It says, "How dare this mother?" And then it's F dash dash forker. K- a forker, probably. How dare he? Oh, because he's at lunch. This yeah. mother forker. Said, How dare he? He should be disbarred. Yeah, I don't think you can disbar. disbar. Some, yeah, but this is what <laughs> they want to do. A congressman, Espiot. From uptown, this Dominican guy, he's like, well, born in Dominican. He's like, uh, he filed a, a complaint with the um, the New York State Bar Association. Oh, my goodness. I mean, I just feel a like- Cuomo they're... tweeted about it, saying, oh, you don't know what it's like to be a real American in Spanish, and then translated into English. Oh, let me just tell you something else Cuomo did recently. I don't know if you caught this. This is funny. Uh, Governor Cuomo announced- this is off the topic, but he did announce mm-hmm. that if they try to do offshore drilling, like off the coast of New York somewhere, this could be 20 miles out, mm-hmm. he will lead a Dunkirk-style flotilla of small private pleasure craft to block the... Um, to block the drilling. And he said he would do it like Dunkirk. And he's like, and if you think I'm joking, I will be in the first boat i mean this is the kind of grandiose grandstanding just total bullshit that this guy says yeah yeah he's gonna go out in a fucking canoe that's not even and and is the drilling even is it happening is it no it it would take years and he's got this will be long forgotten yeah, he just says he all that. kinds of bullshit. Cuomo's an idiot. A five-man mariachi band dressed in silver and black suits arrived on a bus, played songs with trumpets, two violins, and an acoustic guitar. Where's the racist NYPD to come and break this up with clubs and I guns? I know, right? One fellow, one band member, Alvalo Polino, said, I support my fellow immigrants. My family are immigrants. You know no what? No shit. I, this whole thing about, okay, immigrants, fine. Yes, a lot of people come from someplace else. It's now gotten to the point where if someone's an immigrant, it's like... They're the best. They're the they're the real Americans. Anyone else is a shit. Yeah. How dare you be born in it's this country? It's so fucking annoying. You know. Yeah. It's uh, we're a nation of immigrants, but they are 
we point out how special it is to be an immigrant all the time. Yeah, uh, we're right? not a nation of them. Then if we're a nation of them, then, then why is this why, such a big yeah. fucking deal? It's a good point. He's uh, okay. So this uh, let's, let's let's get to some of the things that he said. Oh my goodness! Like I said, they're not documented. Uh, you know, and, and Schlossberg, uh, you know, he also said if they have the balls to come here and live off my money, I pay for their welfare. I pay for their ability to be here. The least they can do is speak English. So, so he says, if you're gonna, if you're gonna speak Spanish, then you don't have any balls. If you got balls to come here and live off the country, yeah. learn English. Yeah, show your balls. Then he turned to the voyeur who was recording her with this, because she is a voyeur. Yeah, at this point, uh, with her, and she's recording with her phone, which, by the way, Schlossberg presumably bought for her, <laughs> right, indirectly, <laughs> and said uh, he, he turned to her and he said, "Honey, I'm calling ICE." And uh, at this point, uh, he made a decision that he wouldn't be eating lunch at this particular establishment. Uh, but he did say, uh, before he left, um, he uh, he said, uh, I wouldn't eat that if I were you, uh, the sandwich. Well, I think he was saying she was fat. She had a fat joke, yeah, which I thought fat. was pretty... Pretty good. Now that, Look, yeah. this guy is... Fat shaming is okay. This guy's That's, sharp. This guy's sharp. He's sharp? He's the shit. Uh... He wasn't evicted. He says false when 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 people ask him about that. So he wasn't evicted. Who knows? He, he worked in a wor- in one of those shared workspaces, so he didn't have an office. Oh, this is like a this is like a fucking just one of these poor hack lawyers trying to eke out a fucking living. And oh yeah, what does that mean? You trying to say you got to go? Like I'm right, wrap it up. We have a big story to cover. What before we go? Well, this is this is an interesting story, and this is a. Uh, I don't know what that is. I, I, I'll, I'll find it one moment. Uh, yes. How about this? Um, and, and, and by the way, if you if you listen to New York City Crime Report and uh, you enjoy the show, please, if, if, if you don't subscribe, if you just listen, subscribe to the show and find Seth Barron's article in, in today's... Uh, Oh, why don't you talk about the weed situation here? Because there's a weed situation here in New York City. Well, yeah. Uh, they've decided that... Um Arrests for marijuana. I think we've talked about this before. But yes, yes, we have. We've talked about this, but, but it's, we, we, arrests we'll... for marijuana are um, disproportionately of black and Latinos. So they're really pushing hard now to uh, make it that nobody gets arrested for smoking weed, even though they'd already stopped doing it. But now they really want them to. They'd stopped arresting people for possessing it, but they were still arresting people if they were burning it like smoking it so now they're really going to stop arresting people for that too and everybody's really up in arms about it but i wrote a piece i wrote a piece about this a while ago for city journal i just wrote a piece in the daily news saying look marijuana arrests are not based on race they're based on the complaints from people in neighborhoods like you know largely um you know Minority neighborhoods, yeah, working are. class people who don't even look, even if their co racialists are the ones smoking marijuana on their stoop and making noise, even though they're the same, even though they may also be people of color, that doesn't necessarily trump the fact that what they're doing is annoying. Mm. Like, I feel like white liberals assume, like, oh, well, it must be white people calling white cops to arrest brown people for smoking pot. No, it's mm. the people who live in the neighborhood, black, right. Latino people. This isn't the one white in the neighborhood. No, it's like black and Latino people who are like, what the fuck? These guys are standing in my hallway. They don't live here. 
Or these guys have been standing on the corner, like throwing dice and gambling and playing music um, on their Bluetooth. And they're smoking weed and it's like two in the morning and I have to go to work. So they call the cops and the cops who are also probably black and Latino or whatever, maybe not. They arrest them. Just last night, I did the show about the Me Too movement, uh, uh, gender relations post oh, Me yeah. Too movement How at the West Side Comedy. It was great. I got to say a lot of things. You never invite me to these things, Pat. I just have to find out about it on Facebook, like like a fucking civilian. Well, I don't want you to be feeling obligated to come, and and, and it, a lot of people do feel guilty if they get asked all the time and oh, don't yeah. come. And I, I did ask you a few times, and you're like, can't make it. So after the third one, I'm like, Is you know what? You'll... Yeah, I guess you did. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm but this was a special show. I'm a and, dick. Uh, well. You know what? All the times you ask me to come and see where you work, and I always say no. Wait, that never happened, okay? Oh fuck! But some of my Me Too jokes were pretty were pretty good. Uh, I, can I do? Can I run a couple by you? I'd love to hear. Okay, them. so uh, Bill Cosby, of course, you know, convict forty six women, and and somebody had brought up uh, Camille Cosby earlier. So I was like, Camille Cosby, can you believe it? Forty six women. Uh, have, have made the comment, Bill Cosby is just, you know, say what you want about Camille Cosby, but she is definitely inadequate. <laughs> that was one of my Me Too jokes. Okay. Uh, let's see. Uh, uh, and we will be talking about uh, some interesting cases, such as a pit bull that, that oh. attacked somebody on the train. Yeah, that yeah. Was a good one. And uh, also, uh, LeVar, uh, LeVar Davenport, rapper LeVar Davenport, found not guilty of murder after stabbing Morgan Freeman's step-granddaughter he was found 25 not times. guilty? He was found not guilty of murder. What? <laughs> after stabbing her 25 times in front of multiple witnesses. How did that happen? Well, we'll have to see on the next episode. Okay. New York City Crime Reports. Uh, thanks for joining me, Seth Barrow. Thanks, Ben. Thank you for listening to New York City Crime Report. Is it over?